Hey, E, put the beat on. Hey, Taylor, you like this joint? Yeah, this beat hard. Yeah, you, you sure you like this joint? You would tell me if you didn't, right? Oh, yeah, of course. No, this joint go, go hard. All right, all right, cool, cool. This this my man, Scotty Pimpin' drum. Oh, okay, all right, then. Matter of fact, I, I got something for this. Got something like what? <laughs> Welcome to the top shelf With a flavor so hot, but you will not melt About to take you on a ride like you never felt Up and down real smooth like a carousel Moving in our own lane, no parallel Everybody needs sleep, it's good for your health If you stuck like Chuck, I might have a help Cause we talk sports, life, and everything else What's up, what's up, what's up, ladies and gentlemen? We thank you for taking the time to tune into the Sports Life and Everything Else podcast, a.k.a. Sleep, where sports life and entertainment collide. Presented by the Away Team and coming to you from the top shelf, this is episode 103. My name is Michael Roberts, a.k.a. Mike on the mic, and if it ain't all good, make it that way. We've got my co-host, Mr. Taylor Suber, in the building. Let the sideshow begin. Hurry, hurry, step right on in. What's up, y'all? What's Taylor, going on? Taylor, how you feeling? I'm in the old school. I'm listening to Blue Magic. Mm. Step right up. Hurry, hurry. The show's about to begin. What's coming grooving in that rain? Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good, man. Even in the rain, I'm doing good. Beautiful, beautiful. We've got yeah. producer extraordinaire. E-Dub handling the boards. What up, what up, what up, fellas? What's going on? Uh, yeah, what's happening? E, how you feeling? Man, my back been hurting all week. I've been, I've been feeling like an old man. Uh, you know, I strained my back at the airport the last week, and now then you know, I then healed up, and now I got to go back out. I'm, I'm <laughs> be, I'm be out in uh, Toss. No, 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 no. Uh, Omaha. There we go. Omaha, Nebraska. That's where I'll be for the for the week. Omaha, Omaha, right. Omaha, Omaha. I don't know what I'm be. Yeah, yeah, I know what I'm be out there doing. I'm gonna stay out the way though. I don't want nothing to do with those Nebraskans out there. Is this the illest in Nebraska? Are you bound to bound homes? <laughs> Sounds like you got to take it easy, E. Well, I ain't going up there talking about I rolled dolo from state to state. Ha mm. <laughs> Nothing, Nothing I'm driving should have a PA tag on it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want no problems with nobody. I don't want nothing to do with, with, with nothing they talking about. I, l- you, don't, look, you, don't, you don't want nobody dropping dimes on you? Nah, I don't want none of them problems, man. Well, you, we usually mess with out-of-towners like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't want to run into uh, don't, Rico. Don't need them Rico or, problems. Or, or, or one of them cats. Yo, check, uh-huh. yo, check out some over from New York. Sling his major weight over here, man. <laughs> <laughs> Straight rat. <laughs> 911. Yeah, this <laughs> Check the <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, he probably did why he had the banana. They rolling real clean. They rolling what, real clean. There what, they go right there. With, with the glasses, man. He just looked real out of pocket, man. How that? How he become the biggest drug dealer in Omaha, Nebraska? <laughs> yeah, Some, somebody got to tell. Somebody got to explain to me how this guy became the biggest drug dealer 
in in in, in Omaha, Nebraska. Nebraska. Mm. Somebody, some somebody. I, I feel like Birdie on, on on above the rim. Is this a joke? Somebody tell me, is this an effing joke? That was the most randomest uh, place ever in a movie, like Omaha, Nebraska. Though, yeah. all right. I mean, yeah. I mean, we know there's black people all over the place. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, you can follow us on Twitter and IG, or subscribe to the YouTube page at Sleep Is For You. That's S L E E P I S, the number four Y O U. Listen to new or old audio episodes with Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbean, TuneIn Radio, Samsung Podcast, Player FM, or Google Podcasts. List, uh, like episodes, show love, show hate. We're here for it all. Tell a friend to tell two friends about us. If you haven't already done so, check out sleepersforyou.com, the hub for all things sleep-related. And you can access the YouTube page there as well. We've got one top five for y'all this week. Have you seen? Have you heard? Big deal, no big deal. The common sense space and all that good sports talking coverage that makes this the top shelf and keeps the good people tuning in. Our showtime this evening is 6.05. So without any further ado, let's spin. This past Thursday, the NBA had its annual draft uh, where, as we know, uh, kids from the college ranks and from G League ranks and from uh, foreign teams all over the place have the option to get drafted to uh, NBA teams and potentially change their lives uh, for the better. So uh, we we saw a a good amount of of great names come off the board. We saw a pair of twins get drafted in the first five picks, which is a a record in the NBA That's, that's never been done before. Uh, we also saw uh, the likely first round, uh, first pick in the draft, Victor Wimbanyama out of France, taken first in the draft. Uh, we saw Brandon Miller, uh, who was uh, a little controversial during his time in college uh, regarding a gun situation with one of his teammates. Had, that uh, had nothing to do with him. That had nothing to do with him, and you know he obviously is is. Uh, Frank Clare of that and well, has, you know has now been drafted number two. Yeah. Uh, Scoot Henderson, who was uh, uh, big on a lot of people's draft boys, was taken number three by Portland, which uh, is going to introduce a little bit of controversy at least over the next little while because they have him and Dame Lillard. Yeah, Dame, it's, it's time for you to go. So uh, let, let's get into it. What, what did you see in the draft that you were uh, impressed by or that, that caught you by surprise, Taylor? Uh, Victor Wembanyama's sister. She's bad. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Is she is she tall? That's yeah. a good question. She's about six foot four. She okay. played basketball too in France. She's actually kind of nice. I don't know if she's coming to the, the Taylor's off the rails. <laughs> As you can see, I don't care about the NBA draft. But I um I thought the sister was looking good. But uh, the whole draft in itself, like I said last week, you don't know where these guys uh, are going to be good. You don't because a lot of these cops they just pick players and they might not even need them like i think orlando picked another guard right they got like 15 they guards did. down there so it's yeah. like what are you going to do with suggs and um and um and cole anthony yeah, mm-hmm. who y'all drafted a couple years ago and y'all have marco folks who y'all kind of like right now you know what i mean and y'all got rid of rj hampton he's gone you know what i mean so a lot of these they just pick up players you know what i mean they have no plans they just say listen just come on here and we'll figure it out some kind of way you know what i mean just so, trying to stockpile yeah, yeah. It, it almost sound like the record business yeah, it, it, it kind of is. It's kind of just picking up players and just saying we'll figure it out, and then we'll probably or we'll tr- trade you uh, within a year or something.
something like that. Like, there's really no rhyme or reason to the draft, actually. Like, I'm looking at some of these teams right now. Like I said, like, they got another guard, uh, um, um, Orlando. Anthony does. Black. Orlando, yeah. Yep. They got another guard. Anthony Black out of Arkansas. And then, what, four or five picks later, they pick up Jawan Howard's son, who's kind of a guard slash yep. forward. Jet Howard. Yeah, you know I mean, so it's kind of like, what, what, I mean, what, what, I, I, don't, I don't know what some of these teams are doing. They're just drafting just players just off the rip. And then Cam Whitmore from Villanova kind of slipped all the way down to 20. He was supposed to be in the top five or something like that. So what's wrong with him? Because they kept saying, oh, he's the most NBA ready. If, yeah. you, want, if you want a fake like Jimmy Butler type, he would be the kind because he's kind of bulked up like that. And, he, and they say he can really play off the rip. You know what I mean? So I don't, I, yeah, I really you know, I really don't know what the plan is for some of these teams. You know what know. I think it is, man? I think a lot of it is who's going to put asses in seats? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's what, I mean, now, now you draft. You're supposed to draft. That's that's going to help your team excel. But to me, a, a, a lot of it be like, all right, who can we get that's going to keep keep the people buying these tickets? That's just me. I think ease on to something with that because ultimately they 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 want to sell as much as they can. We was just talking last week about how. Uh, Adam Silver wants to expand the league again and, and move into a couple more cities. So uh, ultimately, they they, they want to make sure that they're keeping tickets sold, keeping merch sold, and keeping people in in the building. You know, the backstories, you know, the twins, that was, I mean, come on, man. Two twins in the top five. Yeah, they, they were drafted four and five. Like, so, I, like so, I said, that's the first time in so, NBA history so, that's happened. So, like, come on, man. They they, they need they want to keep viewers. They want to sell merchandise. And the and the two teams that drafted them are, are kind of trash. It was uh, Detroit. Houston and Detroit. I think I, I actually think Detroit will be good this year. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we did talk about that. Yeah, I think they might be able to make a step up um, because they they played pretty well down the stretch, and Cunningham didn't even play. So I can and I can see Monty Williams actually going in and making a difference there, yeah. but. Them going back to back, that was definitely like planned out a little bit. Yeah, super planned out. So, um, I mean, you know, they, 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 like you said, you got to keep the viewership and stuff like that. It was a cool story. I mean, they're damn near identical twins. They both the same size. So, uh, I don't know. We'll, 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 we'll see. I'm pretty. I feel, I feel like some WWE type stuff. Oh going yeah, on. yeah. There's actually there's, there's a script. It's a type script. And then you got to have somebody fall because that makes you feel like, oh, man, so-and-so's falling. You know what I mean? So maybe Cam Whitmore was just the guy that was – because I literally heard before the draft he was going to be top five, top ten. So maybe he was just the one that just got the lucky, unlucky draw and said, we're going to make him fall, and then we're going to follow him. He's supposed to be top five, and now he went all – and then he went to uh, Houston. So uh, there's, there's always going to be some type of storyline, and, and it, the draft be getting good ratings. I didn't really watch it this year. I was actually out That's busy, what I'm but, talking about, yeah, man. They, but, they, they, them ratings. Yeah, yeah. And it came on kind of late. It started like at 9 o'clock, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah, it started like 8.30 or 9. Yeah, it was, yeah. For, for it to be in Brooklyn, I was like, dang, man, 7.30? I mean, 9 o'clock, all right. I mean, ain't, ain't really nothing else going on. Yeah, man, so, yeah, I mean, but it's, uh, but I know I did notice that only like three centers got drafted, or maybe three pure centers got drafted. I don't really see Victor Wimbignana as like a pure center. I'm pretty sure they're going to move him all over the place, but only like maybe two or three pure centers got drafted. So pretty much the same players got drafted to every team. Up six, eight, six, nine, or point guards. I mean, it's pretty much the same player, and they, they have no idea what they're going to do with these. Some of these guys, they have no idea what's going to happen, what what they're going to be. I, I feel I pretty I think it's just a crapshoot. These guys don't know if these guys are any good or not. That's just my opinion. No, no. Well, um, 
we saw where people went, and at this point, it's, it's all kind of speculation how it's going to play out and, and who's going to uh, play well for what team. But we will stay tuned and, and see how things go through the, the summer, summer with the summer league. <laughs> a couple uh, weeks or a couple days, man. Yeah, the, the summer league games, and we, we can get an idea of what these guys are going to look like at least. And, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll kind of go from there. So Zion Williamson popped up again uh, in a lot of people's news feeds uh, due to, uh, I guess, what we should consider his soon-to-be baby mother, Mariah Mills, getting a tattoo of his name on her face. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, I I think she's just man. These bros is tripping. She she's just going in deeper, you know, just 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 wilding out even she's more. To, she's trying to secure the bag. That's all she's trying to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's all she doing. Wait, she got a tattoo, a permanent? I don't. I, I doubt that's permanent. If she's permanent, I, she's I don't an know. Idiot. I don't think it's. I don't know if it's permanent. All, all, it it, it all, didn't look real. To all, me. all I know is she got Zion on her face. Yeah, she's trying to. This she's is trying the to porn the chick, bag. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Zion must have. Like this, a porn chick. Meaning she getting real pretty. Business as usual. She, so for her to be tripping over. He's securing the bag. That's all she's yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. What's all, that? Zion got with, that with money. her exposing him and saying we're going to do all this, uh, the Twitter shut her down on Tuesday. She I, was, I, she was I, going off for about two weeks. I told you what she did with the Snapchat. Yeah, yeah, but like, she's been going that's, that's, off. That's the line from the beginning. She yeah. lined him up from the rip. From when we reported the story, she didn't stop. She just kept going and going, and Twitter said, or either Twitter or NBA said, we have to stop we, this. We got to shut this down. It's, it's a wrap, you know what I mean? But she went on some type of, I guess, Instagram and uh, well, that was like some live stuff where she on her face. Yeah, where she she got the tattoo yeah. done live. And and then she was up in Stephen A. And Stephen A. Smith's chat, mm. <laughs> talking about some yeah, we're all good. Yeah, you know I mean, so she I don't she's beyond uh, clout chasing. She's just trying to secure because he was he was overpaying this girl. That's what it was. So she's trying to keep her payment. She's trying to keep her money good. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. she's acting out. Yeah, I mean, and she might be campaigning for other cats that want to pay her too. I mean, she might be doing that. Hey, you know, a lot of guys are like, well, I'm not gonna pay her like that. I'm gonna pay her on the back. She, she, she's out here campaigning. That's what she. Mm-hmm. Doing. You know what I mean, but Zion is just. Well, I only want to get. I want to get off the back stuff, and I want to get to the on the court store because now I kind of think that New Orleans has actually. I, I wouldn't be surprised if they're paying her to do this because they're trying to make him look bad, and I think they're trying to either. Make his va- I don't know if they're trying to make his vibe. Va- I I don't think they want him anymore. No, I, th- I think they're trying to get him out of Dodge. Yeah, yeah. And I think he wants to get up out of there. I've heard some discussion about him possibly going to New York to the Knicks for uh, Julius Randle. Uh, Julius Randle played down there already, didn't he? He did. But yeah. I mean, if they try and get rid of Zion and they they can bring him in, and I how didn't he he just he signed a contract maybe two or three years ago, right? Julius oh. Randle. Uh yeah, Julius Randle signed a I want to say a, a somewhat big deal yeah yeah so the money but, would but match the, up. But this was a little while ago so maybe two years ago he, he may be on the the back end of that and on his way towards you know getting up out of there so they may say that see that as a convenient thing I mean I I don't I don't see all kind of trade speculation over the past couple of days I saw something that invo- involved uh, DeAndre Ayton Joel Embiid and somebody else so. You know, you, this is the time of year where they come out with all type of stuff out of left field, mm-hmm. and you never know what it's going to be until it sticks. But um, I think I think they want him out of there. Like I said, I think that has something to do because it's it's it's, it's bizarre how she just kept going on and on and on for almost two weeks, yeah. and she's just saying. And I think I wouldn't be like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if someone from New Orleans saying, "Listen, 
we're going to pay you uh, X amount of dollars. We want to make this guy look bad. You know what I mean? Like we want him, we want the New Orleans to look at this guy like, I don't know. We, we, cause I'm pretty sure he'll never say he wants to get traded, but he's kind of acting like he don't he don't want to be there. They say well, he, he's, he's not getting along with the players. They're like it's too much smoke coming out to make to where it seems like they're trying to make him look bad so they can trade him and stuff like that and justify because the team made it to the playoffs without him and they were like third or fourth place when he was playing. So maybe they feel like let's just replace him with somebody else because we have a pretty much a ready made team already. We just need to get because we can't trust him anymore. If so you that's, remember, what, that's what it feels like to me. Be, before they got C.J. McCollum, and I think before they got Brandon Ingram, or maybe right after they got Brandon Ingram, yeah. Zion had a little thing going on where he was hurt, and it was speculated that he didn't want to be in New Orleans anymore. He wanted to be traded. Well, he well they say that when he first got there that he didn't want to be there, but you just got there like you ain't nobody like you haven't done nothing to to, to justify you haven't you not want to be there how like how, you just got there like you're an NBA player a, a brand new NBA player at that. How you know? You know what I mean, but I think New Orleans wants him. I don't think they want him there anymore. I think they could live with uh, Ingram and uh, McCollum and um, um, who else? Who else they got down there? Uh, do they still got um, that, that 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 Jackson Hayes guy and yeah. and Herb Jones? I like Herb Jones. Uh, Jose Alabama, Alvarado. Jose Alvarado. So the team is okay. They just need to uh, mix in. You know what I mean? Maybe like another player. I don't know who they want, but I'm gonna throw something out there. This is crazy. And I thought about it the other day. Would you, would you like him being in Philadelphia? Zion? Yes. No. Don't, you, you, don't, you don't want him at all in Philadelphia. I don't want that. I don't want him. So you don't want. So Tobias Harris goes down there and you bring him back up here. That will that will be the deal because the money would match up. You would rather keep Tobias and uh, and not have Zion. I'll pass on that and try to hold off for something else. Mm. Wow. I don't want him here because he he hasn't played. Like, when is he going to get on the court? <laughs> and why is he going to play for us when he wouldn't play for New Orleans? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about here? I don't want some. I, I don't want Tobias so much. I, I would. I would do that trade. I don't want Tobias no more neither. But I'm not I, trading him for for, I, for I a would, guy that's then, that, that, the, that's then going to eat up cap and not play. Well, everyone's the cap is, is what it is. You can't. The, 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 the Sixers are so far down the, the river. The cap is what it is. You don't even worry about that. That's what it, I'm saying. It, it, it ain't my money. Yeah, I mean, but, so bringing but, Zion but, up. But, here. At least get somebody that's going to be on the court. Yeah, well, I don't think that they're acting like they're asking for too much for for Tobias. That's the whole thing. I read that that they're asking for like all kinds of stuff for Tobias, like he's some type of exclusive player, and he's on the last year of his deal. You well, really can't ask too much for somebody on the last play year they deal, and you got to overpay him, and he only averaged fourteen points last year. So how you over asking or, or, or overextending yourself with somebody? That's not that good. Well, I, I just saw something that said I'll he take, bought, maybe take, he should go back to the cookie shop. Yeah, I, I'll take I'll take an injury prone uh, porn addict. I'll take him. I, I, I just saw something that said uh, Tobias Harris's dad came out and said that the Sixers weren't using him right. Oh please! Said, said his dad uh, said his son is an offensive assassin. Not from what I see. <laughs> Every time I go out there, I see him like not wanting to like that game six was an embarrassment. Two points is an embarrassment. They could have won that game in game six if he'd have just act like he had a pulse. If he'd had 10 points, they would have won the game, but he didn't do nothing. E, e what do you think? You would have never even got to game seven. Uh, offensive assassin? Maybe they just ain't using them right. <laughs> <laughs> but from what I see, that shot is mad flat. It is. It's like a... <laughs> it's just, there's nothing on it. It's like somebody throwing. It's like a line drive. Yeah. It's weird. And, it's just, and he don't rebound. He don't rebound. He don't, like Zion can rebound. This he moment, can. He, it's like when, if when, he can. When he's on the court, he can rebound. 
If he can get off the Barry White diet. Mm-hmm. And exactly. Are, are the Sixers going to be able to get him to, to keep his diet right? Being here in Philly with all these cheesesteaks and, uh, and this food all and, over and, 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 and you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he's going to come here and balloon up to 350. I'm just, I just threw it. I thought about it the other day. I just thought about it, threw it up, and I didn't read anything about it. I just thought about, like, would, the, would that be even in the making? You know I mean, I think the Sixers need a big change on the team. I'm sorry. They do need a big change. You but can't I, bring I, back the same dude. You cannot do that. You cannot bring back James Harden, Tobias Harris, PJ Tucker. That team is not going to go nowhere. Y'all going to get knocked out in the first round. PJ Tucker needs to be released. Exactly. He's a waste of space. Like, y'all just, this team is not going to go nowhere. Y'all have exhausted out. Y'all need to bring something fresh. They'd uh, have been better off working Cork Moss out you know I mean? to like, shoot on that corner. Now, now, first James Harden, nobody wanted him, and then now he's coming. He's coming back like a, like an old prostitute. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I like Philadelphia. You know yeah, what? They, yeah, they, they, because they, nobody they, else wanted you. They, they wasn't giving me the numbers I wanted, yeah, so I think I was no just staying Philly. Yeah, no one's paying you fifty million. Houston's not going to pay you fifty million. That Suns deal is dead because they got Bradley Beal. I don't think the Lakers. The Lakers might be capped out, and I don't think they want you. The Lakers. Golden want, State want, don't want, want you Paul. because they're capped out. You know what I <laughs> mean? So it's just like you have no place to go. And mm. and uh, what's up? Uh, uh, maybe uh, L. A. But L.A. is trying to get rid of people. They're trying to get rid of Paul George. Mm. Yeah, I mean, so there's no, there's really nowhere for him to go. Yeah, I mean, so he's he come back on on, on bending knees, so he, talking that talking that talking that whole stuff. A, I think Paul George would be a good addition. I would swap out in, James in, Harden in for Philly. George. Yeah, for, for, for Paul. I, I, yeah. I, I would take Paul George for James Harden definitely, but I he's would. another guy who has had injury problems over the past couple of seasons. So how much can you expect him to play? Like I said, the Sixers are so that far down the river. They're at the point right now where they're, they're grabbing for straws. They had their chance of getting good players or making it a good team, and now they're so far down the down the river that you just you'll take anybody at this point right now. Like a lot, there's a point right now if you get rid of James Harden, who's going to replace him? Uh-huh. That's uh-huh. the whole. That's the sad part about it right now. If you get rid of him, who you going to replace him with? I mean, maybe they can make a play for a guy like Chris Middleton. He's about to be a free agent. And. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh-uh, uh-uh. I like Chris Middleton, but no. Uh-uh. All right, all he's right. better than Tobias, but no. Uh-uh. That's that's what I'm saying. He's better than what we got. But he can, but Chris Middleton can get more money from Milwaukee, though. There's a reason why they opt out because they know he can get more money from their own team. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Well, I'm looking down the list of other uh, free agents that are uh, looking to be available. You know, we got names like Kyle Kuzma. Who's uh, somebody who I, a, I think would be a, be a good a fit for the fit. Sixers? Yeah, average twenty-one and seven last year. He would mm-hmm. be a great fit. He would be. You can put him at three or whatever, and and tell Tobias kick rocks, man. Although I hear and, he and, and he's ten million cheaper. Although I hear he's got his eyes on going back to L.A. Oh God, everybody wants to go to L.A. The trick off. Go ahead. Um, I see Harrison Barnes is uh, going to be a free agent most likely this offseason. Nah, he's, he's basically Tobias Harris, but a dark-skinned version. Nah, you don't want him. Yeah, yeah. His... They're basically the same player, the same age. No, thank you. His best, um, his best years are behind him. Let's see. We got Now, this is a guy who I like, Rui Hachimar, who is going to be a, uh, a free agent coming out of L.A. with the Lakers. Yeah, I, I can see somebody and, and, throwing and, a whole lot of money And he's a young him. guy, but yeah. like you said, you could see somebody out paying the Sixers for him. Yeah, I could so. see somebody overpaying him to, to grab him. Yeah, if if the Lakers don't offer him back, I could see somebody throwing him a whole bunch of cash. Um, I see Karis LeVert, Dante Divincenzo, I always like Karis LeVert, Grant Williams, Kelly Oubre. Who? Oh, Ke- Kelly Oubre. I mm-hmm. forgot about him. Yeah, he's a brick. 
And after that, it's pretty much dire straits down It's kind of downhill from there. You got Malik Beasley and Lonnie Walker and... Yeah. Those those guys are cheap. Those, then, those then, then you get down to Thibel and Kobe White and Yeah. Um but I do hear uh Pascal Siakam would like to get out of Toronto. Yeah, I, I heard about I, that. I don't know if he has his eyes on somewhere other than Philly. Um I've seen his name in discussions uh with coming to the Sixers in previous seasons. Obviously that didn't play out and happen, but um I wouldn't be against having a guy like that come in. Well the Sixers had a chance to draft him, but they drafted uh, uh whatever his name is. Who's on, the, who's on the team right now not doing nothing in TLC. What's the white boy's name that he just talked about? Mm. Um, what's the, uh, the, the boy, the, 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 white, the white boy on the team, that, I don't even remember his name no more. From the Sixers? Yeah, on the Sixers. Yeah, Sixers. Cork Miles? Yeah, Cork Miles. Yeah, they had a chance to draft Siakam. And, uh, and they took Cork Miles. So, yeah, because Siakam went 29th. I think Cork Miles was like 26 or 20, so they had their chance. Oh, That's what I'm saying. Ain't, like, ain't that nice. The Sixers are, are so d- far down the river that now <laughs> you'll just take anybody right now. Yeah, you just, That's the just, sad just, part. just trying you to get out of other stuff. Yeah, like Denver, they built that team up through within. They made some trades and stuff like that, but it was a foregone conclusion. They were eventually going to win something. I mean, because they had their own players and they made all the deals. Sixers have passed on players, have missed on players, and all that stuff. And now you just got them beaten and, and nothing. Yeah, yeah. And 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 the uh, the the possibility of Maxi. Yeah, and the possibility of Maxi. You got lucky with that deal. I mean, with that trade, with that play, with that move, with that move, because yeah. he fell to the twenty, but he actually ended up playing above his skates. You know what I mean? uh-huh. So you got him, and you hopefully he takes another step this year, but. Uh, James Harden being on your team, you're not going to win nothing. I'm sorry. He ain't never won nothing. He never has. If you bring him back 34 years old, you're going to see the, the – the, well, I saw a decline last year. You're going to see more of a decline this year. And you're going to be paying him all that money. Huh? You're, down, you're down the trough. You have no choice. That's sad. Uh, it's rumored that Kyrie Irving is going to be uh, a free agent this offseason. Uh, rumor he is, yeah. I think he went to sign – well, he don't he, – I don't worry about him. He, <laughs> That's 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 a name I shouldn't have brought up because we 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 know where he's at with yeah, it. He's he, all over the place. He, he's a wild card. Yeah, he, you never know what's what's going on with him. He, he'll sign a contract, but then won't show up to the contract signing because he got something to do. <laughs> that's what that's the type of dude he is. Can't trust him at all. All right. Well, were there any other names, uh, free agent wise, that you uh, wanted to discuss or had your eye on or wanted to speculate on where they might go, where they could fit? Nah, forget that. Let's, uh, the, the trades. You want to bring up some some of the trades? Okay, bet, bet. Well, uh, we, we, we saw Chris Dasper's Zingas got traded uh, to Boston yeah. uh, in the midst of a three-team deal where uh, Marcus Smart went to Memphis and Tyus Jones went to Washington. So, uh, but the previous the, deal got nixed. Yeah, the, the deal before that had uh, involved Mark, Malcolm Brogdon, yeah, as opposed to, uh, to Marcus the, Smart. Yeah, Malcolm Brogdon would go to the Clippers. But uh, apparently, Malcolm Brogdon had some injury issues that they were not okay with accepting, so the trade fell through, and they switched it up and included Marcus Smart. Now, I think that this is kind of like an upside downside situation because they lose a guy who is, uh, you know, a, a, a uh, anchor on their team um, he, He's a tough guy As far as like You know Defensively He'll get in there And, and guard whoever And uh, You know he, He's a guy that's been there Since he got drafted So he's been there for seasons um, He may be One of their longest Tenured Consistent players Because we know Al Horford was there For a long time too but um, but they're bringing in a talent with Porzingis, who uh, kind of stepped his game up last year in Washington. 
uh, with a team that wasn't really going anywhere, but uh, he, he showed what he can do. And, uh, you know, we, we've seen him over the course of his, his career from New York to Dallas to Washington, um, you know, pretty much improve consistently. So, uh, you know, do you think it's going to be a situation where it's great that they got Porzingis or it's rough that they lost Marcus Smart? I actually like Porzingis, um, but you got to, like, what's the old saying? You got to give up some ass to get some ass. They had to give up somebody. You know what I mean, so Marcus Smart, like you said, been there for eight or nine years. Him and Derek White are pretty much the same player. Defensive guards, but Derek White's probably a better shooter. So I know people was crying about Marcus Smart. It was time for him to go to another team. I think he actually fits better in Memphis since uh, we got the shooter down there who's not going to be playing for the first 25. You know what I mean? So <laughs> I, I do think Memphis go, is a good fit yeah, for him. And they lost Dylan Brooks, so you get some toughness with Mark, and Marcus Smart's going to have a chip on the show. I think he actually goes down there and, be, and, and he's an adult. When he was up in Boston, he was kind of like the second or third tier guy. When he goes down to Memphis, he's going to be the adult. He's got playoff experience. He's been in the finals. All them guys in Memphis ain't been nowhere. So I think yeah. him and JJ, or JJJ, <laughs> Jaron Jackson Jr., two guys that won the last two defensive play, I think that actually fits better in Memphis. Mm-hmm. Chris Topperzingis in, in Boston, I think that's a good move because Al Horford's old as hell and uh, Robert Williams, he can't stay healthy. So I think you actually get a, peri- a guy that can move out to the perimeter that's going to sneak guys out like, like uh, what's his name? Uh, um, Embiid and all those bigger uh, centers or forwards out to him and that middle's going to be open and it's not going to be congested like it was when you had uh, Robert Williams or even when Al Horford would come out, well, he would come out there too, but Przingis is going to be living out there on that um on that perimeter too, so yeah. I think uh, Brown and um, Tatum will actually be good. They still they'll still have uh, Devin White, and I don't know what's going on with Brogdon. They say he's got like some type of injury. I don't know what it is, but but they got Pritchard too. That's on the bench that they like too. So and, I think I actually think when Boston said they needed to make a move, I think this was actually a good move. You didn't tear down anything or trade one of the two guys. But you brung in somebody that can actually play. Like I said, I like Przingis. So. And there's rumblings that somebody might throw some money at Grant Williams, so he might be out of town soon too. Yeah, well, he was in and out the line. He didn't he didn't even play during the Sixers series, so uh, maybe somebody might throw some money. But no, Boston, not, not not Robert Grant. Uh, yeah, the, the, the light skin one. Yeah, Robert. Uh, uh, no, uh, Grant Williams. Yeah, he didn't play. He, he barely played in the Sixers. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, oh, Robert. Robert started, but Grant Williams was like he was kind of out of the rotation. Yeah, yeah. But when they played the next series against uh, Miami, he was in the rotation. Yeah, so, yeah. Okay, you're right. I, you're I can right. I can see somebody get a bit, maybe giving some cash, but they got a um, well. The other two guys they got to kind of step up a little bit more. But I think Przingis is actually a good fit for them. For, at, least, at least in my that's what I think. I agree. So I thought it was a good I, deal. I, I think Przingis is is a good name to bring back. Uh, he's a guy, as he said, who could put asses in the seats and who could sell tickets. Yeah. Um, and he he puts them in a position where they could be considered uh, an automatic favorite coming out the East next year. So. Uh, so you like so you like it or you don't like it? No, I, I do like the move. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I think it, I, I, I think it's possible they may lose a little something in uh, getting rid of Marcus Smart, yeah, but yeah. I, I think they gain more in bringing back Porzingis. Plus, he's a vet. He's been in the league for years now it's not like they're bringing in a young guy who they kind of got to school and teach and you know show how to be a pro and stuff like that like he knows kind of you know what he's being brought in here to do so uh you know it's just a matter at this point of him meshing with his new teammates and then finding a way for everybody to coexist on the court and you know boston might not be done making moves because we hear some rumblings about Jalen brown although that's been you know a, a thing for a couple of seasons so that may just be you know some some smoke but uh, either way, uh, the other trade that we had happen uh, most recently was the Chris Paul to uh, the Warriors trade for Jordan Poole. <laughs> and uh, that kind of 
came out of left field, in my opinion, just because uh, it was understood that after uh, Golden State gave Jordan Poole that money last year, and then he got <laughs> duffed out by uh, Draymond Green, that uh, Draymond was going to be the one that was going to be getting out of town, and Jordan Poole, you know, would be there and be part of the uh, new nucleus of, of the Warriors. But they decided to go a different route and trade him for Taylor's favorite point guard, veteran Chris Paul. So how do you feel about that? Do you like that deal or no? I mean, I don't think that that really makes a, a whole lot of sense. I I, I think it kind of take you, takes you backwards a little bit. What, I mean, Chris Paul's not going to start. So you're going to bring him off the bench and he's like, what are you doing? I, I, I got question marks about that one. I thought it was a great deal. Did you? Jordan Poole needs to get away from those guys. Obviously, they didn't. I don't think he was cool with everybody out there. I don't know what happened, but I don't think um, – it, everything was cool out there. After he won a championship, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know what's going on, but I don't think Jaron Poole, like you can kind of tell him why he's on the bench and they, they was, you know, because everyone was fixated after the fight. Are they going to be cool? I don't think he was cool after getting, after getting stolen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So now he can go to Washington and average 48 points a game. <laughs> he already got a ring. He already got his money. So now he can go out there and be a quote-unquote all-star because he wasn't making an all-star team's in um, Golden, Golden State, State. That's so true. now he'll go down to Washington and make all types of All Star games. He, like I said, he'll average about seventy five points a game. <laughs> he can do whatever he wants to because there's nobody in Washington. There's nobody there, and Chris Paul can now go and and be with his daddy. You know what I mean? Because Chris Paul mm. has, has sunned him for over a decade. You talking about Steph Curry? Yeah. Um. What I what I just say? Uh, you said Chris Paul has sunned him. Well, well, Steph Curry has sunned Chris Paul for the past decade. So now he can go sit on the bench and watch or, or whatever he does. And I don't even think he's going to be there that long. I wouldn't be surprised they moved him again either during the season or I don't even know what, what where it make where it works out at. But I, and then I think that Draymond, if, Dr- if Draymond don't like what he see, he can always go back to the Warriors and get more money. So I th- actually think it's a, a good deal for, for for both teams. A lot of people was hating on the deal. I thought it was, I think Jordan Poole needs to go and be his own man and go out there and do what he wants to do out in out in Washington. He can go out there and do what he do, and he can, and he can chase Ice Spice because now he'll be on the East Coast now. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? so, Washington's not too far of a ride from yeah. the Bronx. Yeah, you know I mean, so yeah, he'll 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 be around the East Coast. And uh, Warriors can do either. Uh, like I said, I don't think Chris Paul is going to be a factor there. I really don't. I don't think he's going to do anything there. He can just like he can just sit there and watch that's, that, that, and watch that, and watch uh, the man into his career. That's that, what that, he can that, do. That, that, that's a great ending to his career. Watch the man that stole all your rings. That that was my only point. Was I, I don't see what Chris Paul coming back to the Warriors is going to do for them outside of getting getting them out from under Jordan Poole. But uh, he can know. watch. He can watch greatness because he's not great. He can watch Steph Curry, who's a man, the uh, one of the top ten players in of all time in basketball. He can watch him. He, 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 can he, he can take some notes. He, not even now. I don't want. I don't want him taking notes because he's trash. <laughs> I just want him to watch what 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 Steph Curry done. He stole his whole career. Mm. Yeah, he's the all that point guy stuff. No, Steph is the point guy. Get out of here, man. So I thought it was a great deal. Everyone was hating on it. I thought it was an amazing deal. All right, bad, bad. Well, that's going to do it for our uh, NBA talk directly. And it's time for Have You Seen, Have You Heard? So, Taylor, what you heard? Uh, what have I heard? Uh, I heard that uh, Pusha T and Jim Jones, <laughs> uh. there's beef in the air. Now, we don't hear about beef no more. <laughs> At all. Beef's not the same anymore. Beef is gone. You know what I mean? It's so not anytime the same. I hear beef, especially some guys in their mid 40s, you know what I mean? I'm here for it. You know what I mean? So I think put uh we all know I think Jim Joe maybe a month or so ago was up on the uh, Breakfast Club. He kind of took a shot at him. He said, Man, like, I think I forget what Charlemagne asked him. 
he just kind of like fleed off push the push the T. Yeah, he top fifty like yeah. He, he, he was saying that he don't really got no songs that that yeah. he was asking Charlemagne what push the T songs can he rap and what does he know and you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I'll give it to Jim Jones, even though you may not think he can rap as all that, he has been on the charts. He's got he put out a hell of a lot of albums in the last five or six years. He's he's. He's got he's got music out right now. Whether it's with the Lobby Boys with Mano, whether it's by himself, he got an album with Harry Fraud that came out a, uh, about a year, maybe two years ago, and then one that got just came out with, with, with Hitmaker. Hitmaker that just came out. So Jim Jones does have a uh, quote unquote hits out here. So he's not he's not in the wrong to be coming at uh, coming. He, at, he's not necessarily yeah, talking at a turn. He's talking at a turn. You know what I mean, push your teeth. Any listen, anybody can get it at any time. You know what I mean. So then push your teeth puts out some type of song. I guess doing a Louis Vuitton, some type of uh, fashion show. I think Pharrell was out there. I think his, him and his brother are back in the fold. Yeah, yeah. Supposedly supposed to be making new music together. And he kind of took a subliminal at, at Jimmy. I don't. I heard it, but I, was, I wasn't really impressed. So salute to Jim Jones, I guess it was yesterday or two days ago, hey, came he back at him, here, had, clapped back at him. Made, made the track and the video. Yeah, some freestyle in the middle Recorded of the street. Recorded it in the, in, yeah. in, in, in the sidewalk in New York. Yeah, the, 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 mic, the mic was hanging down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, so I, I, I'll get Jim, uh, Jim had a bar. He said Kanye gave you the whips, but uh, what was it? Hold on, Kanye gave you the whips, but that's a slave move. Oh no, no, that's what they gave to the slaves or something, something like that. You know what I mean? So mm. I'll give I, I'll, I'll give Jim Jones that. Let me, I'm, me and Mike are old enough. To remember when Jim Jones was trash? Yeah, when when Jim Horrible. first was on. Uh, Come home with me. Garbage. Not not really. Had no bar, but not really as like the that. years came by, he got, he got better. Jim, Jim worked on his pen he worked game. Worked on his bars, and no I'll doubt. give him credit. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So uh, I don't know uh, if this is going to be a continued. I would hope so. And I kind of think <laughs> I would kind of think that I think Aubrey Graham got something to do with this too. I think mm. Drake is. Uh, I think Drake is still tight about what happened. You know what I mean? So I think maybe a month or two ago, Drake brought out Dipset doing like a hall doing uh, the Apollo. Everybody mm-hmm. saw it. Can't have been yeah, yeah. Drake had the pink coat on. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that he probably. I, I think that's why Jim Jones is doing. I think he might, might have put the battery in his back. Maybe. You know what mm. I, mean? I mean, Drake is out here. He's a silent sniper. Yeah. You know I mean, he's on that. He's on that silent stuff right now. Drake, Drake's on that surgical stuff too. Yeah. yeah I, I, have, I have a feeling he has something to do with a. Uh, uh, um, DJ Drama getting that smoke up 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 in Toronto because he got, got stomped out and he got his chain oh, no. You know what I mean? I have a feeling he did. You know what Wait, I mean? Drake, Drake and Drama got problems? Listen, Drake, I don't think Drake is not, I don't think he's one of the people that forgets beef. I, he's one of the people that kind of like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, we cool right now. I'll get you mean? later. But I did the track with Jack Harlow and stuff like that, but he, that, don't, he, that don't mean that we cool, you know what I mean? But, he, he's, he's on that petty Jay Z you know I mean? stuff. Yeah, you know I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if Drake said, yeah, he's going to be up in uh, Toronto if y'all see him just stomp him out, you know what I mean? But maybe Drake had like a track <laughs> phone or something like that. And I think that Drake may have sent some, sent, I don't want to say sin, but maybe say, yeah, man, push your T. I mean, if you want to, you know what I mean? But <laughs> that's just what I think. You know what I mean? That's just what I think. You know what I mean? So I, I, th- I think it's interesting about people not thinking about it, the, the, about the back. They just think about up stuff up front. They, they just saying what it is now. Yeah, but, yeah, but Taylor got his third eye open. I, I want to see more hip-hop beef, man. I do, man. I, I want to see shootouts. It's not like that no more, man. Now, now do you, do you want to see people die? Because it's, it's still a lot of people dying in hip-hop. Now, see, you saying dying. I said shootouts. That's what I'm saying. You said you want to see shootouts. Yeah, I just want to see shootouts. Why are you? Why, why okay. people dying, man? We got, we got dying in the water right now, man. We got enough people dying. I mean, but I just want to see more shootouts <coughs> in hip hop. You know I mean? That's all. That's all. You know I mean, back in I the '90s, you. there would be shootouts. Then you would be sad if somebody uh, died. But you know I mean, but everybody wants to be gangster and just somebody get shot and then killed. And now, now, well, inc- increase the peace. Mm. But just five, ten minutes ago, you were saying how gangster you were. You, know mm, mean? So mm, you can't mm. have it both ways. And this is suburban right. Taylor talking. <laughs>
Yeah. So I want I want these guys to take it to the max, like I said last week. I want I want the guns to come out, but I, it probably won't. But I want to see. I, wa- I do want to see how this goes. I want to see if Pusha T is going to respond like he did with Drake a couple years ago because he ate Drake's food a couple years ago. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a fact. That's, that's a fact. Push Pusha wanted everything he could get with Drake. But... Drake mentioned his wife and he went in on his and talked about his son and yeah. talked about all kinds of stuff and showed him in blackface and and, and embarrassed Drake for about a couple months. But you know, Drake was able to you know. Uh, smooth things out and yeah. get that old nigga down in Houston involved and everything like that and, and squash the beef so they, so they say oh, all no. the mob ties and all that stuff you know what I mean so I'm, I just there hasn't been really a big hip hop beef in, in, in years really there hasn't been no so where it goes hasn't. back and forth you'll see one person go at him then you'll stop and then you'll make see one people and they might do two songs and just disappear yeah. I want to see this maybe this goes on for a little while because Jim Jones looked like he said man I'm, I'm ready yeah, I mean, Jim came out with with the response pretty quick. Yeah, pretty quick. So. I give him a, that's that's hip hop. Yeah, I mean, back in the day, hey man, I'm responding within the same week. Yeah, I don't think we had that anymore. I, I feel a lot of people like, nah, I'm not trying to get in. I'm trying to be the positive. I don't like that, man. I like I like kerfuffles doing 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 hip hop. That's what I like, man. That's yeah, now that's 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 what I don't want to see is somebody come out and say this. Now after this, I'm not gonna break no more diss track. No. This is my last track. Nah, just go. I want Pusha T to go come to out. The end. Yeah, I want, I, want, I want Terrence to come out come out against Jimmy. That's 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 what that's just what I want, man. And and Jim did call out Malice. So and call Malice, Malice might a crackhead. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I want I want it all. Yeah, I mean, I, I want this to, to go. I want this to go. Yeah. Yeah, Jim came from Malice too. Yeah. And, yes, and, did, and, and he knows malice. Yeah, so I, I, I just want to see it go. That's all I'm saying. I'm not calling nobody trash. I just, I just want to see it. I just want to see where it goes. Because Jim, Jim Jones, he drew first blood, as he should. You know I mean? he's, that, he's the man right now. I'm not hating on him. I'm not hating on Pusha T either. I just, want, I just want them to keep going. Keep it on wax and maybe get the guns out in the Desert Eagles and stuff <laughs> like that. Well, yeah, that, that's one. Have you seen? Have you heard? Okay. Now what this else one, you got? this one's just a question because I watched some on Netflix the other night and I had to question what I was watching because um I, these guys have been on the forefront for a while right now and they had a comedy show, the Eighty Five South Store. So I wanted to ask both of y'all two: Is Eighty Five South are they funny? I think they're pretty funny. DC you know, Young D- Fly, D- DC is pretty funny. Chico Bean Chico's and what's the other funny. guy's name? And, uh, and Carlos. And Carlos. Carlos Miller, yeah, they're, they're pretty funny. They're funny. You, you I mean, I, I don't, I don't watch them consistently. I don't, I don't got them in my my YouTube algorithm. <laughs> but uh, you know, from time to time, I'll see some clips of something they do, or I, I'll see somebody that they interview. Okay. And uh, yeah, they they funny. And DC still does his thing on the Wild and Out. He's still on Wild and Out. Yeah, yeah. He need to leave that that's, show. That's 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 his stomping grounds. Oh, he he need to leave that man. He need to, he need to get up off who, of that. Who show. Nick Cannon? Nah, DC. DC, oh. yeah, he's DC he, Young Fly. I didn't know he was still on there. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know he was still on there. He, he, he's still terrorizing uh, Wild and Out stages. Yeah, I, don't, I, haven't, I haven't watched that in, in, in years. Man. I'll, I'll catch catch a little bit right now and again. You know, you got got know what's going on. Yeah, a little bit. All right. Well, I guess Taylor's got to be the hater. I th- I don't think Chico Bean's funny at all. Mm. <laughs> now I know he went through some stuff. I think a year or so ago, his mom passed away. Yeah, you know I mean, so condolences to that. But I just don't think he's funny. Mm. And uh, DC Young Fly, he's just silly, man. He's just, he's just doing that's, all. That's that's what I think is funny. He does the scream that. He that, wasn't really doing it. He took his bro. shirt off, and then he was um he was dancing, and he started playing the. Did he start playing the drums? Yeah, you know I mean. But I think Carlos Miller is, he's he's funny as hell. Yeah, Carlos, Carlos is funny. Miller is hilarious. I remember Carlos Miller maybe 20 years ago on a Bill Bellamy show. People remember the show called Who's Got Jokes. And then the white people stole it on Channel 10 and came up with that comedian show. But it was the same, it was mm. the same premise. Bill Bellamy was up on the show. He had uh, Tommy from Martin. He was like the side panel host. 
uh, and then they had like three regular fans that were the actual judges and stuff like that. Mm. And then Channel Ten stole it, and uh, I forget what they stole. Last Comic Standing, they stole that from okay. Bill Bellamy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But he would he brung on Carlos Miller, he brung on Tiffany Haddish, he brung on uh, Lil Rel. He brung on, um, what's the other boy name? K-Dub. He brung on a lot of comedians that you know right now back in like 2003, 2004. You okay. know what I mean? So I remember Carlos Miller from way, Carlos Miller from way back then. He always been funny. So I think Carlos Miller was actually funny in all, the, both of them cats. You know what I mean? And, so, and, and, and pardon me. He's all, funny all, as hell. All three of them are actually on Wild and Out. Oh, oh they, so they all still are on Wild and Out. Yeah, all three of them on there. Okay, all right, yeah. But I, I just think Carlos Miller... He should lead them in doing his own. I, th- I think he's funny. You know? mm. I don't really like. I, said, I don't really watch eighty five South like that either. But when I do watch, he's usually just talking and running his mouth. But he's funny as hell. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. What I mean, and then the show starts and they bring the guests on and stuff like that. And that's usually when I turn it off. But when Carla Mills is just flowing and just talking, I think he's funny as hell. You know who that sounds a lot like? Who? You? No, no, no. no. You, 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 Carlos Mills. You, you, you just be running your mouth, and it's funny. But Carlos Mills is like funny. I'm just talking. Am, am I? Am I right or wrong? E? Nah, I don't. I don't think I'm that funny. I think Carlos Mills was like really funny, like funny as hell. He was real quick with the clapbacks too. Yeah, you know, he was clapping at both of them during the, during the whole um thing. So mm. that's what I thought was funny was Carlos Miller kind of chopping at them. Okay. Okay. Bad. Bad. Yeah, that's the. I think they got like it's like a comedy show on um, Netflix. I watched it a couple nights. It, it was alright, but yeah. I was more impressed with Carlos. He was kind of playing the background, but I kind of felt he kind of stole the show. Yeah. Yeah, Chico B. He's he's not he's not. Mm. Right. I don't right. think he's fun. I, like I said, I don't watch Wild Out, so I don't know. If, I don't know what he does on there, but I don't think yeah. he's like. It's different than being stand up funny. Roasting and funny, funny and just being funny. Fun. I think Carlos Miller is. He can roast you. He can do stand up. He can um, um, play off somebody. Like I think Carlos Miller can do a whole lot. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually seen him do a comedy show where it's just him by himself, and I thought he killed it maybe two or three years ago. I think Carlos is dope, and he's just a regular guy walking. He's not the animated guy, but he just be running his mouth. I like Carlos Miller. Okay, okay. That was it. Well, he, he, he's, he definitely, you could tell that he's kind of like the older of the group, yeah, I think and he's, he, older he's a little more reserved, yeah. and his funny is different than the other two's yeah. funny. But it but it, it works, man. But but, but it lands, funny. and he's, he's definitely hilarious. I, I'll agree. I won't argue with that at all. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, I don't get Chico peeing. I just, I just don't get it. Okay, all right, but but yeah, that that was that that was it. That was just my happy scene. Have you heard? I I watched that a couple nights ago, and I was just thinking in my mind, are these dudes like really like are they are they like are they, are they funny? You know what I mean, as a group, you know what I mean. Should they should, should they separate? You know what I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. somebody do their own thing or something like that. Because when I watch the stuff on YouTube, they bring in like uh, uh, a Jack Thriller. And some mm. other boy named uh, some uh, Clayton English. They bring in other people. They don't. Those three don't even be on the show like that no more. Mm-hmm. Like when they first started, you know what I mean? Because they doing other. They probably doing movies and stuff like that. So I got you. Yeah. So that's all. I just. I just. I it, it literally on my phone just said eighty five South with a question mark. Am I missing yeah. something? <laughs> Should I go back and watch something? If, if maybe I, you know, maybe I didn't see something, but. I guess they go on tour and I, I guess they making money. The people in the crowd seem like they was having a good time. So I don't know. Okay. Maybe bet, it's bad. All right. Well, that's going to close out. Have you seen? Have you heard? And this week we're bringing back uh, for the first time in a while, big deal, no big deal. And although uh, at least I didn't notice a whole lot going on um, recently, uh, there was a lot going on during the period of time we were on break. (laughs) And, uh, you know, obviously I don't want to bring that up now because that's that's old news, you know, with Trump being uh, indicted and, you know, things along those lines. Been uh, twice, hasn't he 
Uh, just I, I just saw the once, <laughs> and they had him up in in uh, in the courtroom, and he was all pissed off, looking crazy, and they had the, the uh, my man stay in court. Yeah, yeah. Nicky Barnes type stuff. My man just stay in court. Mm. Damn, they just bleeding that man's money. That's all they touching. That's how it go when they when they have you in and out of court consistently. That's what they're doing. <laughs> they running they, they running your pockets. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right, but uh, for big deal, but no big deal. Like I said, there there are a few things that I noticed. Uh, recently that I just wanted to run by you and get your opinion on, and I'll give mine as well. Uh, but on an NFL note, uh, I saw that Plaxico Burris, former New York Giant and uh, Super Bowl champion wide receiver, said the Cowboys can't win a Super Bowl with Dak Prescott as their quarterback. Is he is he just saying what everybody already knows, or is he uh, is, is he dropping bombs? I mean, everyone kind of... They, they, they did just give Dak that big money, what, two, three years two, ago? Two, three years ago. I think yeah. this year is his last year. Yeah, I mean, so um, maybe... Yeah, I think this year is his last year. He signed mm-hmm. a deal after he broke his leg. Mm-hmm. So we're in 2023. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I mean, they have to surround him with, with, with great players. I mean, we've seen lesser quarterbacks than him win Super Bowls and stuff like that. So I'm not going to say he can't. <coughs> Trent Dilfer. Yeah, exactly. Trent Dilfer, Joe Flacco, you know what I mean? Brad Johnson. So it's not like he's better than all of those guys, those, those guys from the past. Mm-hmm. But they, you just it has to be a perfect storm. And in the NFL, you have to catch a wave, and it involves a lot of luck and the division that you're in and stuff like that. So with the Eagles in the same division as them, they might have to always play that first that first wild card game, and that and they like that's what happened in that game. They played that first game against forget uh, forget who it was, but then Tony Pollard got hurt and, and they broke got his smoked. leg, and then he smoked and lost the next next uh, round. So mm. it just depends on um, like they, he would have to be in the division where well he's in the NFC East where something something happened. You know, he's going to need help. He can't do it off the sheer width of, he, 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 of like Patrick Mahomes, who was he, he, really he, better than everybody. He, he can he's make not throws. A guy that's going to will them to no, the Super Bowl. He's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Tom Brady. He's not uh, even Aaron Rodgers to a certain point, even though he's choked <laughs> many a time. <laughs> he does have a one Super Bowl ring, but yeah. he's not at like an elite player like that to where he's going to win uh, two or three Super Bowls. He can get lucky and get one, but it, it has to all do with luck. And unfortunately, he got the Eagles and the Giants in the same division as him. They made they all three of them made the playoff last year. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so um, I, I don't know. It all, it all depends on um, it just, like I said, NFL just depends on where you at, man. I think Dak missed his window. I think his window to win a bowl was during his ascension as a quarterback, maybe yeah. like his third year or his fourth year where he was like solid. But, you know, again, things don't work out always that way. So mm-hmm. People get hurt. He gets hurt. Uh, other teams uh, have their runs going on that year and they're just able to outplay you. You know, it's, it's a lot of things that vary into it and happen. But I, I think he's kind of past the point right now. And I think I agree with Plasco. They're not going to get a bowl as long as he's their quarterback, unless there's, it's just like the perfect storm for them and it's their year. Like people get hurt, Jalen, you know, the Eagles go down and, and the NFC is just ends up being trash and they yeah. can just emerge and, 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 and win. But outside of that, I don't see it happening. All right. Well, in LA news, uh, it's rumored that LeBron uh, James is said to be over Anthony Davis being in LA. Huh. Big deal. No big deal. This guy's always changing his play. This dude's a weirdo, man. That's no deal to me. But like, dude, <laughs> he was doing all this, all this, uh, 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 all this uh, campaigning to bring him in. You brought him into your uh, organization. He's got uh, rid of half the half of the a, team's youth to Anthony, bring him in. Anthony Davis is a part of Clutch, right? Yeah, Clutch management or whatever. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Clutch, whatever it is, uh, Gateway or whatever it is. And then um, he brought him in. You traded um, uh, Ingram, who's actually a good player right now. 
and um, you got rid of and you brung him in. You Ingram, got, Kuzma, yeah, and uh, and and Ball. Yeah, and then you brung him in. And uh, what's his name? And and Randall. Yeah, it was Ball. I think Randall left before that. Okay, Randall was Kuzma part of that left game. after they won the championship. Okay, but he ran, but he Kuzma was for um, Westbrook. But okay. the majority of the deal was for Ingram and Ball. Ball. And then you brought back Anthony Davis. Okay, fine. Wait, wait. Hart was part of that deal, too. And Josh Hart. Yeah, because yeah, right, yeah. Hart went to, to New Orleans. Yeah, so now you got Anthony Davis. Now you don't <laughs> like him no more. Like, dude, like, like, what are you doing? Like, you want a new hoe? Like, what do you want, man? <laughs> I don't understand no. what you want, man. He came to your thing. He came to, he joined your, uh, he got rid of his management or whatever and came to your thing. And now you don't want him no more. Like, dude, you're a weirdo, man. Like, you just, you who who you want now? Like, who do you want? Nobody wants to play with you no more, man. You're, you're past your prime, man. Who you want? You want the you want John Morant? You want the shooter? <laughs> well, you know you, you know what I think it is. LeBron was looking at Anthony Davis says, "Okay, this guy's younger than me. He's hungry. He does not have a ring uh, coming here, and you know he's gonna want to um, you know continue to ascend with his game because he's never played with a team that's as good as this. He's never played for an organization like the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So I'll be able to pass him the keys to the team." He can run this, and I can just kind of pay more of like a support background role. And he tried to pass Anthony Davis the keys, and Anthony Davis fumbled him. Everybody's not he, built. He couldn't stay on the court. Everybody's so. not built the same way, man. You can't bring somebody and make them what they are. I, I mean, Anthony Davis was always a very, very good player, but I never saw him as being like some elite, you know, leader. To, come on, everybody, follow me. I never saw him. Man. I always yeah, saw yeah. him as a really good. Uh, number two or slash one A one B, but I never saw him as like some some over the top alpha that's just gonna yo jump on my back and we gonna do. All. I never saw him as that, but that mm. don't mean he's not trash. He's yeah. a hall. Of, he's a future Hall of Famer. He's no been doubt. All star team no in the ring. Mm-hmm. But I never saw him as that man. Everyone can't. You can't see whatever you see in yourself. That does that. Not, that's not for everybody. Everybody's not built like that. You know what I mean? He's I agree. Like, like 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 your boy Chuck called him. Called him street clothes. You know what mm. I mean? Maybe he maybe he like wearing the Louis Vuitton on the sideline. M- M- or the Fear of God stuff on the sidelines and like and look looking fly with the fly sneakers and stuff like that. That might be what he wants. Mr. Glass. He, he he might not want to play when he turns 35, he might want to be like, you know what, I'm out of here. You know what I mean? He might not be one of these long-winded NBA players until they late 30s. Everyone's not built the same like that. Mm-hmm. That's his bad. If that's the case, then the carousel is going to continue, and yeah. uh, the GM is going to be making some more moves. But uh, again, he's, he's we'll, damn we'll, we'll, it, damn his goods at this point right now. I think he's thirty right now. Like who who wants him now? Who's going to trade for him? I mean, I'm yeah. pretty sure you can get, but you're not going to get like some tip top talent not nah, right now. No, nah, no. Nah. All right. Well, I did have the uh, Jim Jones and Pusha T situation, and ah. big deal, no big deal. But Taylor just brought that up. And have you seen? Have you heard? And I didn't yeah. ask. Is the Plexico saying that? Uh, the Cowboys can't win with Dak as their quarterback. Is that a big deal or no big deal? That's 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 no deal. That's okay, me, okay, yeah. not, not not really. It's okay, not a deal with me. Yeah, I don't think it's a deal either. Okay, uh, and then the last thing we, you did mention it earlier, but Young Thug had had an album dropped that is rumored to have flopped. <laughs> is that a big deal or no big deal? <laughs> it just came out on Friday. <laughs> I listened to it. I I actually thought it wasn't that bad. Uh, I thought it was cool, but I, I heard um, people been talking crazy about it. I thought it was cool. I, I didn't have no problem with it. I, the Drake tracks were kind of weird because the first one he rapped, but then he started talking like on I guess on like a, a, a what the call the the call when you call the jail or whatever. Oh yeah 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 yeah. I mean I I, I thought it was cool. Yeah you know I mean um 
Uh, I mean, it's, it's no deal to me if it flopped. You know I mean, he's in jail right now. Like, <laughs> usually what happens is after you get out of jail, that's when you got to hit that wave. But sometimes when people get out of jail, sometimes it's over with. Not everybody can be Tupac. I that's, just I just talked about with LeBron. Everybody's not the same. Everybody's not built the same. You know I mean? so just because you get out of jail don't mean everything's going to be flowers and gory. Look, look at Bobby Smurdy. He's out yeah. here twerking for men. You yeah. know what I mean? So, oh, like, God. it's not... He hasn't had. He don't have no hits. You know what nah. I mean? You know what I mean? Bob, Bobby tried to come up with the hoochie daddy shorts. Yeah, and it didn't work. And out it, for him. It, it didn't land. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So a lot of people they get out of jail and it might it just might not hit. It might take a while. Or it might you might just lost your way forever. You know what I mean? And and that's if he comes home. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I mean, so I don't know. Uh, I don't know what's up with Young Thug right now. A lot, a lot of uh, uh, people are taking deals. A lot of people are going to jail. Mm-hmm. Lawyers are changing. There's, there's all types of craziness going on. They pushing the, the stuff back. You know what I mean? So. I don't know what's going on with Jeffrey, man. I mean, God speed to him. <laughs> you know what I mean, but he might he might be 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 having penitentiary dreams from 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 now from from now until we don't know when. Yeah, it, it, that that might be it from here he, on out. Unfortunately, he might be an example because they're trying to clean up the Atlanta streets down there. Atlanta streets down there are kind of crazy down there, so they might be trying to put him using him as like an example. Yeah. So like, yo, you got to we, We're gonna put you down. Sit, sit you down. Not blaming you, but we're gonna make you an example. They do that a lot in a lot of these states, whether it be in Chicago and New York and Philly. Mm-hmm. They'll take one guy who may be doing a whole lot of stuff, but they just compound him with a whole bunch of Ricos and and attempting all kinds of stuff. And this the charge might not fit, but it might be so ever overbearing, it's going to bleed your money. You just yep. they just want you to take a plea. And then, or something and then like you that. can't fight it no Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. They might just be trying to bleed this man's money. So no. I don't know. It's, it's no deal to me right now. I've seen this. I've, we've seen this happen plenty of times before with rappers going to jail and stuff like that. We've seen nah, it. I agree. No big deal. All right. Well, it's time for the common sense space. And it's summertime. It's uh, it's late June. We're about to come up on the 4th of July next uh, next week. And everybody's going to be out with the fireworks and the barbecues and going to the shore and, and, and all that good stuff. But, uh, you know, in the spirit of summertime, uh, that inspired our common sense space topic this week, which is... What is our favorite barbecue food? And we'll add in one side to go along with that food. So I will start it off. And, you know, I'm a fan of the ribs. I'm a fan of, uh, of the chicken. You know, I, I can get down with a hot dog every now and again if it's one of them burnt joints. But uh, I, th- I think my favorite barbecue food and my go-to is kind of the burger, man. Okay. I, I, I love the cheeseburgers. And the side that I pull out is uh, is potato salad. Mm. The potato salad got to be right. It got to be good. But if it is, uh, it, it could definitely make that plate. Uh, so, Taylor, what you got for yours? What's your uh, your favorite barbecue food and one side? What's, what's your go-to when, when you find yourself popping up at the barbecues? Um, I like the hot dogs, too. I'll get a, I, I, sometimes I'll get a burger every now and then uh, or a cheeseburger. Uh, the hot sausage, if people got the hot sausage, those are dope. Ribs are dope. But um, I, li- I kind of like the, uh, I guess there'll be the baked chicken or the or the grilled chicken, whatever it is. I like, okay. the, I like the grilled chicken. Yeah. Okay. That's okay. the first thing I grab. And then I'll get a hot dog or something like that. Yeah. But the chicken is, um, that's that's usually uh, what, what I like, yeah. Okay. And, what, what, what's the size you got your eyes out for? I mean, potato salad is cool, I guess. I mean, every once in a while, some people have, um, what's the stuff called? Not everyone has it, but the... Um, What's the stuff called that you that's um with, with the cabbages? What's that stuff called? Well, cabbage is good too on its own. Um, I I, I don't forgot what it's called, and it's got the white. What's what is that stuff called? Said, with, Sour, the, with, not, with the cabbage. Um, it's got the carrots in it too, and the white substance. What is that called? E. 
You know um, what you talking about? Yeah, I, you you eat it with fish. I forget what it's called, but I, I, that that's cool too. I, I'm 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 drawing a blank. Talking about coleslaw? Coleslaw. Oh, oh, I was about to say yeah. tartar. Yeah, coleslaw. Yeah, coleslaw. If you go to the right picnic, they'll have that too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, and corn, and corn is probably probably my better side too. I like corn. Yeah, corn is cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so people got corn. I, I'll get with the corn too. Now, now, now are you a fan of the corn on the cob? Yeah, corn on the cob. That, that's that, what I mean. That comes off the grill. I'm sorry, corn on the cob. Yeah, corn on the cob come off the grill. Uh, okay. Absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, that, that that's 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 pretty much um you know I'm cool like I said a hot dog piece of chicken or two, two pieces of chicken and then uh, give me a, uh, some corn and uh, like you said and you say anything with potato salad everyone can't cook potato salad that's a fact that's, that's kind of why I'm not really and and I, I'm kind of spoiled because growing up my mom was always the one that made the, the potato salad yeah. at the family barbecues yeah so I had I always had great potato salad in house yeah i gotta the thing is with potato salad with me i gotta look at it if it looks cool i'll eat it if it look kind of sus i'm not messing with it you know? no that's a fact you definitely gotta gotta examine i'm not one to make sure everything looks okay everyone's potato salad off the rip i don't that's not me if it's too nah. white i might not eat it. if it's too yellow if it's a little bit in the middle but you know what i mean but a lot of people like putting the random stuff in the cold if, salad if, if it got raisins i'm not messing with it either Raisins. People put raisins in, 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 in coleslaw. I mean, no, not coleslaw. In, 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 in the potato salad. salad yes. People yeah, put raisins in the yeah, potato you, salad. Yeah, you don't need all that stuff, man. Like, like I said, like you, you, you know, you know, saw that skit video of my man that went to the, the uh, I think it was like a potluck or something like that, and somebody made some potato salad and they had raisins in it, and he took his shoe off and started hitting it and said they had bugs in the potato salad, and the lady said, "No, that's raisins." That's gross, man. And he said, well, "Why are you gonna put raisins in the potato salad?" I don't even, I don't even go to you. Why, why would you do that? Yeah. Potatoes and raisins, that don't that don't go. Yeah, no, I, I not, now you're gonna make me really be looking at some of these people's stuff. But like I said, I don't really go after the cold look everybody can't make it. Everybody, and yeah, yeah. And it and sometimes it'd be too um put too much sugar in it too. It make it too sweet. You don't have to do all that. You know yeah. I mean? So uh but corn is cool. You can't F up corn, you know what I mean? That's so, a fact. Just, just roll it up in some foil exactly. and put it on the grill for a little while. And you straight. Take it off, put some butter on it, and you cool. You good, you know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I usually keep it simple when I go to um to, to cook out stuff like that. Everybody can't make everything. You know what I mean? That's a even, fact. Even the baked beans. I've seen people screw up baked beans. Yeah. You know what I mean, so I'm a, I'm a corn. I, I'll go with the corn. Corn's beans cool. be all tasteless. Yeah, 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 yeah. You gotta watch. Bland. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, bad, bad. Mm-hmm. Well, E, you uh you you got a, a go to at the barbecue? You want to throw in the mix? Anything that's cooked correctly. Yeah. Cause everybody don't cook good on the grill. Okay. Okay. Nothing specific. No. 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 No steak or ribs or overcooked. You know, I'm I'm a big steak fan. Okay. Uh, Brittany basically will marinate everything, twenty four to forty eight hours, and you know, anything as long as I like anything on the grill as long as it's cooked correctly. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Not overcooked. Not undercooked. Just right. Smoked. Beautiful, beautiful. All right, and just a quick question for y'all two. Are y'all more of a fan of the charcoal grill cooking or the gas grill cooking? I use charcoal and wood. Okay, Taylor? It doesn't really matter. As long as the food is good, it doesn't really matter. Okay. Okay. Well, personally, I'm I'm more of a fan of the charcoal. If you can, if, if you had wood chips, you can add them in. You know, beautiful. But uh, I'm a little more fan of the charcoal than the gas grill. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Cool. Well, that's gonna uh, be our common sense space for this week. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And you know, if you want to leave your uh, 
your your uh, suggestions or your your feelings in the comment section about what you're looking for at the barbecue uh, this summer or what you're making at the barbecue, uh, let us know. Absolutely. All right. So it's time for top five. And being that we are in June, about to be hitting July next week, we are going to list off our top five songs of the first half of 2023. Mm. Now, I came into this uh, believing that we was doing just strictly hip hop songs, so that's what all mine are. That's fine. Um, Even though there hasn't been a, they, you read the thing that there has been a hip hop album number one all year. There has not. There has not. <laughs> it's, it's been a very light first half of the year for hip hop. But uh, future common sense is hip hop over? <laughs> is it a rap? <laughs> but being that we are including other genres, I just want to give a shout out to uh, my guy, Death Row's own October London. Oh yeah, uh, he is an R&B artist, and if you're not up on October London, you need to get up on him because my man got cuts. Uh, he just dropped a uh, EP. On the 22nd And it's called Jackpot And he got a couple of uh, solid cuts on there So uh, if, if I would have uh, Realized that we could include other things in it It might be a joint from there in there But I'm going to just shout out the whole album Because it's, it's dope Alright so at number 5 on my list I'm going to take it to a guy whose name I have brought up previously um, And he's he's been active and working so far this year But it's Rome Streets he got a joint with Big Ghost LTD and Swab, and it's called Lobsters and Shoreditch. And the album it's off of is called Wasn't Built in a Day. But that just came out... Uh, a month or so ago, right? Came out back in the end of February. February, okay. February 27th. Yeah, I saw it came with my feed. Yep. Yeah, I, I just got into it uh, a couple of days ago. But uh, yeah, that that one joint on there is really hard, and it's like the vibe on it is right up my alley. It's a smooth joint. He gets on there, he spits, does his thing, and uh, yeah, that's 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 my number five joint. Uh, so number four, I'm gonna take it to another guy whose name I've mentioned up here recently, around the time this album came out. But it's Larry June featuring Big Sean, and it's called Palisades, California, off Palisades. of the Great Escape. I'm gonna need people to stop disrespecting Big Sean like he don't got bars. Something Big Sean got got joints, man. So I like, yeah, I like he, he went off on that joint. He, he he spits a little bit when 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 he gets on the joint. So salute to Larry June and, and Big Sean on Palisades, California, produced by Alchemist. The whole album is fully produced by Alchemist, and uh, that's that's my number four joint. That's that's definitely a vibe and, and a groove right there. Something, something, yeah, I like, I like, I like even the, the hook. It was kind of like a hook. I, I like what they were saying. It was Betting on myself every time it's a hit. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Yeah. All right, so number three, I'm going to take it to uh, another West Coast guy from the Bay, and that's Jay Worthy. He right. came out with a project called Nothing Bigger Than The Program, right. and the track off of there is called How. And the, the sample on this track is just really hard, really smooth. And uh, I like what he does with it. Jay Worthy from Bompton. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Well, by, Jay, way, Jay, well, by way Jay, of Canada. He was Jay, born Jay, in Canada and then went to Bompton. Jay Worthy is definitely from Bompton. <laughs> when I say Bompton, he, he's claiming he's a <laughs> he, he, he throws them bees up. <laughs> oh, so that's, I'm not a crip. I don't, I don't know. That, that's why it's Bompton, yeah, not Compton. Yeah, yeah, no, he, he's a blood. He's a blood. There you go. Yeah. Supposedly yeah. he's a blood. Yes, sir. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's uh, this joint called How, off of nothing bigger than the program. Mm -hmm. 
So check that out if you get a chance and, and let us know if you feel in that sample too. Number two, I'm going to take it to a uh, project from actually another West Coast guy. I'm really West Coast heavy on this list. Uh, but it's Hit Boy yeah. featuring Currency yeah. uh, off of an album called Surfer Drown. Yeah. And that's Tony Fontana. Yeah. And that joint is just like a real, like like Tony I Fontana said, three. A, a really smooth uh, joint where you, you just feel like you're driving, coasting down the, the highway, going to wherever you're going or going down the shore, whatever it is. Yeah. And uh, that's that's a joint that I, I bang with hard too. Currency spit, spit some good uh, good bars on that track, and Hit Boy spits too. Yeah. I had no idea. Well, I, I guess I forgot that Hit Boy actually rapped. I thought now. he just produced, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he, he he's rapping. He's coming from behind the boards. Yeah. All right, and I'm gonna close it out at number one. Where a guy whose name already got mentioned, but this album is so high on my list and in my opinion in this first half of the year that he got to get two tracks on it so it's larry june featuring evidence called left no evidence and one of the things i really like about this track is when he comes on in the beginning it says or he says you're gonna lose a lot of people when you better yourself it's a cold game and that's that's just that's bars right there and he's not even spitting it he's just saying it but that's that's facts you're gonna lose a lot of people when you when you try to better yourself but that's that's life and if you want to you know keep moving up moving on then you got to be cool with that but again that's like a plate of cold beans at a truck stop uh again that's off the great escape and that's uh larry june featuring evidence and taylor put me on i I didn't know who evidence was before i I heard this track but he 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 said he he he, he's been in the game there we go way back there we go Worst come to worst, my people's come first. That's an old track from me. All right. Late 90s. <laughs> so I'm going to swing it over to Taylor, and he can list off his top five hip-hop, or his top five songs from the first half of 2023. Yeah. Uh, well, the first song is hip-hop. Uh, this is, um, what's my man? Uh, I'm, I'm drawing blanks right now because I'm tired. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Benny the Butcher has an artist named Heem, BSF, and he got a song on this uh, not as uh, well the BSF album called Radio Raheem. That song is hard, man. Okay. Uh, yeah, he got an album called uh, I think it's called From the Cradle to the Game, and he got a bunch of songs on there. He got a song with uh, Conway, got a song with Benny, got a song with other people from from BSF. But the, uh, that song um, Radio Raheem, he just spitting his ass off. Yeah, you know I mean, so I'm gonna give him that. I, I remember when it first came out, I wanted to listen to because. I like when people come out themselves and they bring their homies up and put them out in an actual album. You know what I mean? So the song is called Radio Raheem. That might be one of the better tracks on on the uh, whole album. We got another song called uh, Cocaine Cocaine Cowboy. Mm-hmm. I think the whole album is dope, but the Radio Raheem is like the standout track for me. And that's the joint I've been uh, on and off banging in, in the mix of my playlist. You know what I mean? So yeah, uh, Radio Raheem by, by Heem BS, uh, BSF. You know what I mean? That's my number five. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, number four, uh, I got Hit Boy in my joint too, man. But it's the Hit Boy and Alchemist joint called "Slipping in the Darkness," man. That, that, that was hard, man. Okay. And, I mean, I actually thought that Hit Boy and 
beat was better than Alchemist and his bars were better than Alchemist. So uh. Hitboy did his thing. And I like the not that AL's the Alchemist beat was trash, but Hitboy got off. You know what I mean? So I mean so and what uh, what was that off of? That's off the surfer. That's off the same album you just said. I think it's the last track on the album. Though. Okay. The surfer Surf, Drown. Surfer Drown three. Now there, there is a Surfer Drown, another than one that Four. just came out. Yeah, yeah. I, that, that, uh, his him and his him and his pops. Big hit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. With I'll talk about hit. after uh, there was an honorable mention from that. It's that's just, that's Surfer Drown Volume Two. Volume, oh, no, uh, was it Volume Two? Or, oh, so the one that we're talking about, that's Volume Two, and the one with his father is, is three, right? No, no, no. The one, the one that just came out is Volume Two. The one that I'm talking about with the track with him and Currency is just Surfer Drown. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So it's one and two. Okay. My fault. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but uh, yeah, I like the I like the slipping in the darkness, and that's when Hit Boy starts taking shots at the producers that's around his age. Like Hit, he took a shot at uh, Hit Maker, took a shot at Metro mm. Boomin, took a shot at uh, Southside, but Hit Boy did, was did, going on. Take a shot at Mustard. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah, mm. he did. He took a shot at a bunch of, but he was spitting off. He was like, "Yo, man, y'all, yeah, you know I mean, y'all got to step y'all y'all your producing skills up, man." He said, "You're using a bunch of 808s. Yeah, you know I mean, I'm using, I'm do, I've done it all. Yeah, you know I mean, so Hit Boy's popping his collar. Got a Grammy and stuff like that. He can pop his collar. Yeah, you know I mean, so Hit Boy's doing this thing. All the stuff he done with Nas the past couple of years. They got another album coming. Out, I think later on this year. Just like I said, just did a joint with his father. His father just got out of jail like two, three weeks ago, and they put an album together within a couple of days. And that joint is fire. You know what I mean? So, Hit Boy, but Hit Boy and Alchemist, the song called "Slip in the Dark." That song is, is hard. The pianos yeah. and the samples and everything. Dude. As long as he's not trying to come from Metro, he cool, man. I think he did come from Metro. Uh, Metro was the first person he named. Metro, uh, Metro was the first one. Yeah. Yeah, you know I mean, but yeah. Metro out here putting in that work, so he gotta relax. Yeah, I, I think Hit Boy, Hit Boy's been doing it for a long, ever since the Watch the Throne. When Kanye took credit for a lot of his boots that he that he produced, Hit Boy did all them joints. You know, I mean? yeah. but, you know when you young, you kind of gotta kind of gotta bow down to the. You know what I mean, but Hit Boy was producing all most of those tracks on that, maybe like three or four of those, especially the um the most famous one, mm -hmm. whatever that was. I think that was the uh, the niggas in Paris. That, that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that was Hit Boy. <laughs> Then Kanye took credit for it. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, number three. Where are we at? Number three. I like Jay Worthy and the Rock uh, Marciano, but I like the song called "Wake Up." That that song is hard. Okay, yeah, okay. It's kind of right there in the middle. Rock Marciano actually raps on that one. That one's good. That's my number three. I was impressed by that album too. Uh, What's it called again? No, nothing more than the program. They got the program. Yeah, nothing bigger than nothing bigger than the program. They yeah. got the program movie in the background. All that stuff. Yep, yep. Yeah. The wake up song is hard. I remember that they put that single out probably before the album came out. And that was that was a standout joint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, Taylor's going to let you all your hip hop heads down. The the, the 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 last two songs are all R and B joints. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a lot of y'all people out here in the corner hold, holding holding your nuts, paws, you know what I mean, and, you, and, and you're not and you're not getting into the R and B stuff. Well, tell us what the R and B. You know what I mean? So. um... The number two song is actually uh, Summer Walker and J. Cole, the audio hug. That song is actually kind of hard. Okay. J. Cole raps. She's singing in the background, but it's mostly, it's technically a J. Cole song. It's the first song off of her. I think she had an EP that came out maybe about a month or so ago. Yeah. And J. Cole, J. Cole got off. You know what I mean? So audio hug. He's talking to her, basically telling me, I mean, he's got a cape on for her and stuff like that. You're, <laughs> you're going through this. You just had a baby. I know what you're going through. You know what I mean? But I thought the song was dope, though. You know okay. I mean? So. J. Cole, uh, uh, Summer Walker, uh, audio hug off of her um, last EP. She yeah. does put out a lot. I'll give her credit. She does put out a lot of music, too. She's she hard. does. She does. <coughs> She's got a lot going on out here. She's a little bit of a victim, but you know. You know what I mean? J, J. Cole did his thing on that joint. You know what I mean? But the number one track, and I've been banging this track maybe about the last two months, man. Nice moved out, jump by my man Young Blue, Casamigo Nights, man. What? Okay. 
Casamigo Nights. I forgot to book your flight. Yo, that song is hard, man. <laughs> that song is the truth. He gave a shout out to uh, the, uh, P, uh, or announcement to PNB doing this, PNB Rock doing the song. Okay. But it's a dope, dope track. You know what I mean? You forgot to book your flight. Yo, that song is dope, man. You know what I mean? So, salute to Young Blue. A young man going to come up. He's kind of staying in his lane as being like a kind of be on an R&B tip and I thought that song was dope you know what I mean so Cosmigo Nights is number one for me I don't know if it's a radio hit because I don't listen to the radio so I could be saying a song that might be very very popular on the radio I don't know I don't listen to the radio but yeah. Cosmigo Nights that's a, a fire track and I was listening to that joint maybe four or five so I said this joint is, 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 is fire man and the rest of his CD is dope too he had a CD uh, not CD uh they don't even call him CD no more but music that came out earlier this month too dope a uh, dope whole dope uh uh, music that he that he just dropped. So yeah, that's my number one. Uh, Young Blue Casamigo Nights, hard, hard song. Beautiful, beautiful. Taylor smoothed it out at the top of his list with some R and B. So it's fire. That's that's what that's what's up. That's fire. What's up. All right, all right. Well, that's our our, our top five for this week. Yeah, and, 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 uh, and the Hit Boy and his father, I couldn't find one song because I thought they was all dope. He got a song with Big Sean. His father, yeah. his pops can rap. Okay. <laughs> his pop got bars. You know what I mean? He was only all beat on one track. I, and this man just, like I said, just got out of jail. I don't know yeah. how old this man is. They look like twins. You know what I mean? But his pops can hit. Big hit can spit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Hopefully he put something else out. But I was impressed by what they just put out. You know what yeah. I mean? And they got a song with Dom Kennedy, too. The whole, I, did, I did see the drum with Dom Kennedy. Yeah, and they got a song called Police. I wish I was the police. I can do this. I can kill people. Da, 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 do this and not go to jail for it. You know what I mean? I wish I was a part of the blue, but not the rolling 60. Like the bars was dope. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that that just whole piece of work was uh, was dope. You know what I mean? So the uh, surfer drowned too with his father. That song was dope. And they just going back and forth, just spitting it. And his pops, his pops got bars. Okay, cool, cool. Fresh out the pen. Fresh out. Yeah. All right. Well, before we close this episode out with Mike's Menace, I do want to, uh, I, I missed one thing that I had for Big Deal, No Big Deal. So I just want to ask you, uh, being that you're a boxing fan like myself, what you think about this? Yeah. It was announced that Canelo Alvarez's next fight is going to be with Jamal Charlo, mm. undefeated knockout artist. Mm. This, the, oh, so this the one that's undefeated. Okay. Yes. Big Deal, No Big Deal. That's a big deal because he actually been, he'd been subliminally, uh, subliminally, am I saying that right? Subliminally. <laughs> Calling Canelo out for about four or five years, you know okay, what I mean? and they've been in the weight the same weight class for the last maybe three or four years. So he actually, no, I think Canelo went no, sorry, uh, Charlo went up to his weight division and been calling him out. Yeah, that's gonna be a good fight, and uh, that's a big deal for me because we gotta. Uh, I see what I was talking to uh, boxing with my uh, with my homies at uh, at the picnic yesterday. They got to start making bigger fights because UFC is kicking kicking um, boxes teeth in right now. Yeah. Like UFC is always making big matches like four or five, six, and I don't follow UFC like that, but they make big matches with the female and the men. Mm -hmm. So the boxers, y'all got to if y'all want people to draw eyes to y'all, y'all have to have more more of these fights to where you know because the the tank and uh, whatever the bull name is that was cool and all, but he beat the hell out of that kid. You know mm -hmm. I mean? So you got to make bigger matches. So I'm so glad that Earl Spence and um, and, uh, and Crawford about Crawford, to fight, yeah, and I'm glad that Canelo is about to fight Charlo because Charlo has pretty much cleaned out that division. You know what I mean? So, and they're both still maybe in their early 30s right now, so they're in their prime right now. So this is a fight that I do want to see, and uh, I, th I think Charlo, I think Charlo can win this one. I mean, I mean, uh, we all know about Canelo and stuff like that, but I think he's getting he's getting Canelo at the right time right now. Canelo lost his last fight, I want to say like a year or so ago. 
I think he won uh, uh, maybe uh, the next fight after that. But I think uh, I think Charlo's been waiting for this. So for him to call him out subliminally for the last couple of years, and now he gets the fight ready, he got he got to show up. You know what I mean? So I'm looking forward. To, I think it's in September, right? Yep. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. And I agree. It's a, it's a big deal. Just all the strength that this is a fight that people would like to see. Yeah. You know, this this is a fight that when you see it come across your screen, you're like, okay, I want to check that out. I, I want to get that. So uh, that's that's ultimately like like Taylor just said. That's what boxing needs is yeah. more fights that people actually want to see, not people ducking each other within the same weight class. And you know, this guy wants to fight that guy, but that guy's fighting somebody else. Like, nah, nah. Just when you're supposed to fight the person that you're supposed to fight next, make it happen. Just line it up. Man. Make 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 the money work. Make the setup work and, and set the date. Getting training camp and let's get to it. I'm ready for I'm ready for that one. That's good. So you get the one in July and then that one in September. So that's two good fights in less than sixty days. I can, I can appreciate that. At least you're on the right track. We'll see what happens after that. But yeah, yes, sir. It's gonna be a dope fight. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. Well, like I said, we're gonna end off this week's episode with Mike's minutes. And uh, my message for y'all this week is uh, it's simple, man. Just just know when to mind your business. Know when to, to, to stay in your lane, keep your nose out of the middle of other people's stuff and, and don't get in the middle of the mix. Because people have a, a tendency, especially nowadays with, with social media um, and with everything going on, to just want to hop in everybody else's stuff and throw in their two cents. I'm not saying that you can't have an opinion about what somebody else got going on, but when you fully in, interjecting yourself into the situation, now you're in it. And when you're in it, sometimes things can get sticky or it already is sticky and it just gets worse because now you're involved. So uh, that's that's my, my little comment, my little uh, uh, words for y'all this week, especially now that it's getting warmer out and, you know, people are getting more out and about uh, being out and, and moving and shaking in the streets a little bit more because the weather done broke. Uh, so just that's it. No one to mind your business. No one to stay out of the middle of what's going on and, uh, and, and to stay in your lane. And I say this with love to all of our listeners and supporters. But that's going to close out episode 103. Y'all can follow us on Twitter and IG at Sleep Is For You. That's S-L-E-E-P-I-S, the number 4-Y-O-U. Look out for audio episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, Stitcher, Podbean, Samsung Podcast, Player FM, Google Podcasts, um, and that's it. Don't forget about sleepersforyou.com. Stitcher. I said that. Don't forget about sleepersforyou.com. And uh, Taylor, anything else you got to say to the people? Man, I had a good joke about the submarine people, but yeah, you know I mean, it's, it's, it's too explicit. So I'm, I'm mm. but but you know you messed up when you go down in some capsule with a dance uh, PlayStation control. You know you know you did. Me. Mm. You know you are. What's wrong with them people? Man, just they just, they, they going the internet is going in on them folks. Yeah. man. I'm, I'm glad they are. Yeah, but my joke is it's too explicit, and I don't want to shut the show down. But okay. you, better, you, you better put a damn tie on the back of that, or some type of rope, or something. Some, somebody said that. Like, why didn't it have like like one of those uh one of those not not a rope, a reverse but, eject but, button? If you go too far, we got to pull you back up. Or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah. It had like like a. Uh, I think Rick Ross said that or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had, had something attached to it so they could pull it yeah. back in case it got out of pocket. <laughs> And you know what got him, right? It's the ancestors got him. That's what got him. Mm. 
answered the slaves came to come oh, on all down. them people that got sunk on them ships yeah that come on down here and, 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 and stay with us come come, come come enjoy this this yeah. this beverage we've been drinking on exactly. all these years we've been drinking down here for over oh, oh, 600 years come oh, on all down this salt here. water yeah exactly ain't no come on down yeah, it's a titanic down here all right all right well e, anything else you got for the people yo keep your head on the swivel be safe out there in them streets all right, man. We appreciate y'all. We appreciate the support. Y'all keep doing what you're doing because we're going to keep doing what we're doing. And uh, we'll get up with y'all next time we get up with y'all. Water. Ooh. Mm-hmm.